This show is not for kids, although the content is pretty childish. All right. All right. Okay. 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 We're both a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope I'm not getting sick again. Well, I don't think you are. I think you're just feeling like morningness, you know? I don't, this is not, I mean, it's noon. Yeah, you know, morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's noon Pacific. <laughs> First you were sick, and then as you were starting to get better, I was sick, and now I'm starting to get better, and I, I don't think i'm not gonna say right now that you're getting sick again but i could be because we kissed on the mouth too early <sighs> welcome to will and courtney's word club <laughs> <laughs> i think we oh. did kiss on the mouth too early maybe well you know what can you do not kiss sometimes, on the mouth <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you're there and i'm there and you just can't not I mean... I guess you can. We're just not good at being self-controlled. Well, no, we are. <laughs> we did a really good job. We didn't kiss on the mouth until we thought we were both healthy, which was like two weeks. But now, maybe we weren't as healthy as I thought. Maybe. maybe our we voices just... are both going to be a little bit like we're talking through our nose a little bit. And yeah. that's going to be okay. This is going to be another thing, by the way, where we listen back and where our voices are fine and you wouldn't know. Yeah. Except for the fact that we're like... Just so you know, we're very sick, and this is going to be a bad-sounding episode, and it's not. Too late, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, this is a, a podcast where we make up words. For, for things, that, things that don't have them. Yeah, things that don't have them. You know what this is? What? Season two. I'm going to date this episode, and that's okay. okay. This is season two, episode two, on 2-2-2020. Two, two, Whoa! Boom. 2 2 2 2 2. Oh my goodness, it's so many twos. Yeah. The terrible twos. And we're going to do two words each. Well, I have a slang. And a slang. Damn it. <laughs> I threw it off. This, One episode time. Is, this episode's doomed. <laughs> well, we can launch into it. I uh, have a word. I guess I would go first this time. Yeah, you go first. All right. I'm going to give you a word that I made up. Do it. I made up the concept of this yesterday. Okay. Based on something that happened to me. To you? Yes. What happened to you yesterday? Nothing. So I was <laughs> getting ready to scooter home from work. So I scooter, if you don't know, audience, I have an electric scooter. Yes. And I scooter home. It's like a bird scooter, but faster. And, and I wear a helmet and I'm safe. Yeah, because I make good. you. Yeah. Well, I also like to because it feels, it goes fast enough that you like don't want to it not goes, have it. It goes like 40 miles an hour. It goes like 25 miles an hour. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but it has a big ass like wide wheel so like you can control it a little bit better than like those bird scooters. Yeah. But yeah. It's more it's a little bit better for like and it has rubber off-road. wheels that don't pop. <laughs> yeah, off-roading, not really, but and so it's like yeah, it is a cool scooter. It's good. You wear a reflective vest at night, right? I do, in fact, wear a nerdy reflective vest. At night. You have to. Yeah. In the summer when the sun doesn't set until 945, you don't have to wear your vest coming home. But like, you have to wear that vest coming yeah. home. Yeah. Now that days. it's setting at like 259. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, what even is this? Yeah. I wear the reflective vest. I wear a helmet. I have gloves just to keep my handsies warm. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have a hoodie and I'll wear my hood under my helmet. Yeah. 
I just look like the coolest guy on the road. Yeah, you do. This is actually relevant to the story, so I'm glad we're talking about it. Oh, but, good. Yeah. So uh, I was getting ready to go home yesterday, mm-hmm. and two kids rolled up. Oh, boy. And they were excited, and they're like, can I ride it? And I was like, oh, no. And they're like, why not? And I was like, oh, cool, because well, I'm about to ride it. And the kid goes, oh, well, you're a little bitch. Kid go, that's two kids. <laughs> One of the kids goes, "Oh, well, you're a little bitch." And it just takes off. And the other kid, and they're starting, and they just kind of roll away slowly on their skateboards. Uh, oh, <laughs> on their skateboards. And the other kid is like, "You call him a bitch?" And it's like, "Yeah." And they were rolling off, and the guy turned around and went, "Cracker!" And they laughed, and then they went away. And as I started the scooter, I just kind of like brushed it off at first. You got called a little bitch. How old were these children? Ten, I'm going to say. Oh, my God. They yeah. were probably so excited that they got to say the word bitch to a stranger. Oh, uh, no. These were, like, these were cool kids. These were ruffians? These were ruffians. <laughs> <laughs> these, these were hoodlums? Were, these were cool kids. These are not hoodlums. These were cool kids uh, that called me a bitch. Yeah. And were totally cool with it. It rolled off the tongue. Yeah. Very easily for this them. This is not the first time that they had called a stranger no. a little bit. They weren't like testing the waters of being mean. They were assholes. They were asshole dick yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And what so, a time yeah. to be alive. And I rolled off on my scooter and I kind of was like, well, whatever. And as I was just rolling away one more time from across the street, it went, cracker! Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe you got called I got out. roasted you by got roasted. kids. Toasted and roasted yeah, by two childrens. Got, yep. <laughs> so I was like, fine, whatever. And I like put on a straight face and like wasn't there for it. But as I was scootering home and I was like, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man. Well, because I am like wearing a helmet and the vest and I like am clearly not cool. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's awesome. I am a little bitch. <laughs> Maybe I am a little bitch. <laughs> Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. You, you zoom past a storefront that's got sort of a reflection on it. Yeah. It's like a big old mirror. You see yourself and you I just... I stop at a puddle and I yeah. look at my reflection in the puddle and I'm like, what have, I, what have I become? I splash it. <laughs> I'm not a little bitch. Who is that little bitch I see? <laughs> Staring straight back Back at me. Why did they call me a bitch? They're right. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I have a word that is, uh, the word is we mocked. We mocked? To be be we mocked is to be bullied by a child. Oh man, (laughs) so good. I like this concept because it, I mean, everybody. it's happened to most people. It's happened to most people, and it's remarkable how effective it is. Oh, yeah. For it, being kids whose opinions don't matter in that way, it still is like, oh, man. It gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it it's gotcha. kind of like, it's kind of a bullseye. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. I mean, like, once again, we get into this uh, segment that I, I like to call... John Mulaney has a wonderful joke that said... <laughs> yes, we're getting into a segment called Things John Mulaney Has Things Said. Things John Mulaney has already prefaced. But yeah, in his special New in Town, he has the like uh, the bit about being called out by like 13-year-old kids and stuff. And, like, it is yeah. 
so devastating when like a child <laughs> points out your weakness because right. it's so it's so weirdly accurate. Yeah. And like they don't know you, but they'll do it. They don't know you, but somehow they know what to say. Yeah. That gets to they are old enough. This is the thing. They're old enough to be able to be perceptive and see what you can be made fun of about. Yeah. But they're not old enough to have restraint. Right. So they know what to say and they they know, are going to say it. Yeah, they know what's going to hurt you the most. Yeah. And they, and they, they don't are, give excited, a shit. They're excited about this cool new weapon they found, which is which is acerbic wit. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to use it as much as possible. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm not going to say that the kid saying you're a little bitch was acerbic wit, but sometimes kids can be like, where did you get that sweater, the dumpster? And it's like a sweater that you were actually self-conscious about. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, damn. Sorry. Damn. Ew. Ew. I do look like a dumpster. Yeah, they're right. I'm trying to think if I've ever been called out or, like, made fun of by a kid. I don't think I have as an adult. Yeah. I've worked too much with children. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So you have authority in that sense because they're not going to say you're a little bitch because you can get them in trouble Because I'm it. in charge of them. Yeah. On the street, there's no rules. There's, there's no, no rules, rules on, the on the street. There's no rules. Yeah. And I don't, I don't go on the street often. Okay. <laughs> I like to stay indoors. For good reason, yeah. It's um, dangerous out there. It is. I'm, I, I don't have the temperament. Yeah. Don't have the... <laughs> I don't have the thick Don't have skin. the armor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call a little bitch. You're like, I'm going to stay inside forever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know if I've been called out like that by a kid. Yeah. But I don't I, get called out often. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> often enough. I mean, there's plenty of things I do and... And plenty of things I am that could be called out. Yeah. Also, the fact that I wear a helmet and a reflective vest, as safe as it is, you are sort of subscribing to being wee mocked. Yeah. And snickered at by society in general because if you wear safety stuff because it's not cool and you're driving a scooter. Riding a scooter is subscribing to being made fun of. Yeah. Riding a scooter that like you purchased, like it's not even like oh right. well, I'm gonna I'm gonna casually hop on this bird scooter and just zip through town. It's not that. It's yeah. Oh, I put I I made a large purchase on my credit card and I'm making monthly payments for a very nice scooter. That's a <laughs> that's actually uh, it's beneficial for the environment. To, yeah. You know, I'm lowering my carbon footprint by having my own scooter. Which I take to work daily. Because I drive it 10 times a week, you know, five round trips. It's statistically more likely that I'm going to get in an accident. So it's more of a good decision for me to wear a helmet and a coat and gloves and... And your uh, reflective vest. A condom. I don't know. I just wear whatever I can. (laughs) (laughs) To keep safe. Be safe. Be safe all the time. (laughs) Just in case. Keep that condom on. (laughs) Keep that condom on. Scooter into work. Keep that condom. Keep on. that condom on. Yep. Just always keep it on. You never know when you're gonna need it. Playing some football. Keep that condom on. You never know. <laughs> I'm putting that in my pocket for our closing thing. This oh episode. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's we mocked. To be we mocked. I guess the verb is we mock. Mm-hmm. But as a, you're not gonna say I. I'm gonna go we mock. Yeah. I think it's gonna go in the dictionary as we mocked because that's something that happens to you. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you don't. A child wouldn't plan to wee mock, and if yeah. they did, they wouldn't use the word wee mock. They no. would make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear a word of yours. Okay. This is fascinating. I don't know if I'm ever. I I really hope that I don't uh, ever get wee mocked because could happen. I'm sensitive. Well, just keep the condom on, and you'll be okay. Yeah. 
sensitive. Oh, God. I don't think I can If you got Wii Mocked, I would come home and see you sobbing. Yeah. I know you. You'd be crying. I'd be like, a kid on the street. Call me a little bitch. You call me a little bitch. I am a little bitch. I am a little bitch. <laughs> I am a cracker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, oh, man. I Okay, well, you know what? This is great. This is great. Because I feel like this episode kind of is going to have some sort of theme. Good. I like it when it um, does. Because my, my first word has to do with other actions of children. <laughs> okay. So my first word is parinker. Parinker? Yeah. Okay. Parinker. Am I going to guess? Yeah. Parinker is when you incur the wrath of a parent. That's pretty Perhaps. good. Perhaps. No. What is it? Parinker. Okay. So parinker is the name you give your friend's parents. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like a moniker. Yeah. Like laziker like from laziker. earlier. Laziker is something you give a Somebody moniker because you're lazy. P- Parinker? Yeah. Okay, cool. The name you give your friend's parents. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Mm-hmm. Because I <laughs> I definitely had different experiences with, like, naming friends' parents growing up. Yeah. Like, the general rule of thumb was Mr. Miss, depending on gender, and their first name. That's the general thing. That was the general thing. Yeah. But then I had, like, I had friends... Who, like, my parents thought of as, like, fancy friends. And they would say, like, no, no, no. You have to call them by their their last name. And be more proper with it. So it would be, like, Mr. Mrs. Last name. But then there was one instance, and I was telling you about this the other night. But, like, there was one instance where um, I was at a friend's birthday party. And it, it, she was, like, turning 10. And... Uh, it was a sleepover, and there was a bunch of other girls coming over, and everybody kind of started showing up at once, and we we all got to my friend's house, and, like, my friend's mom opens the door, and not kidding, of, like, 10 different girls walk in, they each have a different name that they're calling this woman opening the door. It's the same woman. It's all my friend's mom. Right. But it's all, like, it's, like... Hi, Miss Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Miss J. Hi, J. Hi, JJ. Hi, hi, Mandy's mom. Like, what up, J Dog? Hi, J. <laughs> hi, Jingle Jangle, or whatever. <laughs> like, they all have these uh, like little nicknames or whatever. Like, they all have different things that they call. It. And I'm like over here like i don't know which of these is right and i don't know <laughs> what environment you grew up in but right. where i come from like this is a big this is a bigger house than i live in so i call her mrs smith yeah and uh that's every, what you call it yeah and I, that's what i call her but then it's like everybody else has these all you know these little nicknames it makes me feel like a dweeb because i'm like okay well here uh, i would like to keep my professional distance with my friend's mom <laughs> yeah, exactly and Look, every, we don't know i don't know you you don't know me let's yeah let's not make things complicated yeah. let's not make things weird let's not go too far here okay you know we don't know how long this thing is gonna last let's uh <laughs> let's keep it professional uh, and meanwhile, all these other girls who I'm friends with who, you know, are at my friend's house, 
her just like buddying up with my friend's mom. Like they've known her their whole life. Like she's the friend we're there to see. Like, yeah. Hi, Joy. Oh my gosh, you made popcorn. Your popcorn's the best. I can't wait to have popcorn. Let's watch a movie. Joy, what movie do you want to watch? And I'm like, Stop it. Leave her out. What are you doing? She's not part of this. She's not a part of this. She's not your friend. She knows her place. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me like, and I've noticed just in like different sort of parenting cultures, like the way that parents prefer to be addressed too. Like, sort of out here in LA, I've noticed that like sort of the rule of thumb is that like, Children will call their friends' parents just by their first name. There's no, like, Mr. and Miss attached. That's weird. So they'll just be like... Are we Southern polite people? Is that, like, are we the weird ones for saying Miss Smith? I don't know. That's the thing. And that's why I feel like I need a word. Yeah. Like, I need something that's... I need a parenker. I need something that's uh, set in place to call... I'm going to call you Skittles. (laughs) Uh, No. You can call me... Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Or you can call me Joy. No, I'm going to call you Skittles. Yeah. What up, Skittles? Okay, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you should not do that. You should do something else. And uh, you're not allowed to come over anymore. Well, you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my first word. I like that. Thanks. Parenker. You know this. I always, I've always called my grandmother on my mom's side me mommy. Yeah. Is that a parenker? That's kind of a your own parent, Kerr. Yeah, I guess this could be sort of broadened to be like sort of the general th- idea of like what kids call adults. Yeah. How kids address adults. Yeah, I like parent Kerr as what you call a friend's parent. Yeah. Uh, but that's a fun topic of like there's a broader, broader conversation of like what do you call your parents? What do you call your step parents? Yeah. It's always fun. Richard, <laughs> you know, you know, I say, uh, stepfather, uh, or what do you call your grandparents? Everyone has a very like personalized thing they call their grandparents. Yeah, me, mommy, and papa are mine, and then there's like grandma I, or grand. Yeah, I always called like my grandparents on my dad's side were mama and papa. Yeah, and my grandparents on my mom's side were uh, grandma D and grandpa Jerry. And same with my stepmom. It's Grandma Linda, Grandpa Keith. Right. I can't remember what I would have called my grandparents on my dad's side, besides Grandma and Grandpa Comer. Yeah. I don't, I think calling them Grandma and Grandpa was a little, like, weird and normal for some reason. Yeah. It almost felt like they should have something more yeah. special and personal. <laughs> so I just call them Grandpa Comer, Grandpa Zalman, or... Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Dear... Residents of this address. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the money. Oh, man. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here's a picture of me so you can see how much I've grown. Yeah. It's not much. It's not much. I stopped <laughs> growing years ago. This is a duplicate of the last year's picture. <laughs> <laughs> and and the photo was taken three years ago. Yeah. It's my headshot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't have any slinging slangs or woo-woos or anything. Okay. Well, I have a slang. Nice. Okay. A slinging slang. I'm slinging slang. Season two, new people. A slinging slang is just slang we make up, and it's words that already exist, and we're just kind of like making into new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's new combinations of old words. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, once again, staying on topic with the, the marvels. Kids making you feel bad? The marvels of being a child. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, my slang is slant swear. Slant swear? Yeah. I think I know what it is. Well, go ahead and tell me. It's a word that sounds like a swear that you say in common parlance, like freak, like freaking. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, a, it's a word that you say as a child when you really want to swear. Or an adult. Or adult, but you don't say, you, you don't think you're, it's right to say, say a swear word or something. And But it's specifically like it sounds phonetically like it, right? Um, not, ne- well, yeah, I guess so. But it doesn't have to be. Because like a slant rhyme. Yeah. Is something that almost rhymes. It does close enough to a rhyme that you could use it in a song. Right. My idea for a slant swear is sort of based on like kids who genuinely don't want to cuss. Yeah. They, like they don't want to say a bad word. They're like afraid of saying a bad word. Mm-hmm. But they also want to like express their anger or express their frustration. <laughs> yeah. They want to use, they want to do what you would usually do with a swear. Yeah. Or kids who don't want to cuss because they don't want to get in trouble. But they want to be cheeky. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they want to be edgy. Yeah. But still not cross the line. They don't want to, yeah, they don't want to get swearing. in trouble, but they also, so they want to be able to justify it. Yeah. They want to be able to, like, when a parent goes, hey, watch your mouth, to say, like, I didn't say anything. Well, I didn't say it. I actually said this. And if you look that up in the dictionary, it's not a bad word. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are some slant? I guess, like, freaking. This is freaking lame. Is yeah, this is freaking lame and friggin'. I can't friggin' believe it. Um, I feel like something like darn isn't a slant swear. No, it's too far away. Yeah, I think that's too far. I feel like if it's something that your grandparents would say at church, it's not a slant that's swear. That's a good distinction because I was wondering if something like dagnabbit. No. It's not... Okay, this isn't something old people do. No. It's specifically a kid thing. This is kid energy. Think ages like 9 through 13. Yeah. Just like pubescent or prepubescent angst and energy. and But like still, you know... In that realm of Weemonk sort of era of like they are yeah. observing all this stuff. They know how to respond, but they don't, but like they don't want to say little bitch, but they'll say biatch. Biatch is a good one. Biatch. Biatch. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, so my favorite ways to do slant swears <laughs> was to say a word and then justify it by having looked it up in that, the dictionary. I mean, a- like, well, I called him an ass because he's being like a donkey. Don't you know that an ass is a donkey? Okay, that's stupid. You know, that never worked. It could yeah. never worked. No, it's yeah. stupid, but yeah. it, like that sort of I called energy. him an ass because it's a donkey. I called him a female dog. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't call him. Yeah, or like calling somebody by the definition. I, like, stop being a donkey like you're such a female dog and it's like everybody around you knows what you're saying that's fun i like that actually i might start using that yeah hey don't be a female dog okay stop being a female dog don't be a donkey (laughs) you're a little female dog (laughs) would that have hurt as much oh it would have hurt way more (laughs) because now you know they know what they're saying 
and then they scoot her off and then turn back and go, you're unleavened bread. <laughs> unleavened bread? Unleavened bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You go give us some cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly ham and cheddar. <laughs> oh, my God. Charcute. <laughs> Charcute. <laughs> That's short for charcuterie. And my other example that I've been saying, I've been using around the house, that I find hilarious, but I don't think any child has ever used it. So children, rally together if you're right. listening to this. We're making one Use for the kids. Use this word. All right. Um, but my favorite slant swear is bass turd. Bass hyphen turd? Yeah. So This is a callback. You know you've said this on the show before. I have? Yeah. Oh, when? I don't know. I've, Season I don't think one. I've, I don't think I've said this on the show. You have. I edited it. I remember it. Well. So you're a bastard. I think we had to talk about female dog, too. But anyway. Well, then. For the people who haven't heard it before, we're doing it again. Okay. But that's my favorite slant swear. Bastard. You're a bastard. And then somebody's like, hey, watch your mouth. I'm like, what? They're the poop of the fish called a bass. <laughs> don't you know what a bass is? Look it is? up. Are you smart? A bass is a fish. They're being fish poop. Fish poop. It, what's wrong with fish poop? I can't call him fish poop. He's a bass turd. <laughs> bass turd. He's a bass turd. You're a bass turd. You're a bass turd. <laughs> I think I used to say that as a kid. You're a, you're a turd, and then you you go and you you make the poopy, and it makes a low sound like in the bass <laughs> range of music. Did you know about the brown note as a kid? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I think it was not actually scientifically proven. It's like, you can you can play it. Okay, so the brown note is the hypothetical uh, note in music that you could play that hits the exact wavelength, the right frequency, that rattles your actual insides in a way that makes you poop. <laughs> and the story is that it was actually developed as like, a warfare tactic. They would like fly over a, a foreign oh, I country. Oh, that. Yeah, they were saying that they were going to fly over a foreign country with a plane with big speakers on it. Yeah, blast that brown note. Oh, blast! And then it. the army would just all shit themselves. Oh no! And the, they can't fight anymore. I guess I don't know. And no. then they have thirteen-year-olds on skateboards roll by and call them little bitches. <laughs> You're a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. You're a little bitch. You shit yourself. Oh. And that's how America wins the war. <laughs> Freedom. Because <laughs> children are the future. <laughs> I believe the children are the future. Great. Well, That's do you have another word? I do. Yes, I have another word. Um, okay. This, I think, could go into the uh, little scampy things that kids do category. Although it's not really... <laughs> it's not really... Uh, not really, but it, it could matter. be. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like in the Halloween episode. We were like, well, this could be scary. It's like, it's a vegetable. What's more scary than that? Anyway. Um, <laughs> my word, I'm going to, I'll do it old school. I'll give you the word and you guess. Okay. The word is ronder. Ronder? Yes. Is that when you're wandering in the wrong direction, but you have the confidence of somebody who's going in the right direction? That's not it, but that's amazing. Oh, thanks. I like that. To ronder is to read ahead on the page of a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It's when you're reading and your eyes are darting towards the bottom right page. Yeah. 
and you need to be reading the top left page first. Yeah. But if something really intense is happening in the book, you can't stop your eyes from like quickly looking down just to like catch a momentary brief glimpse of what happens. And you have to stop yourself from doing that so you can get the story and not be spoiled. For sure. Yep. Yeah. I did this even when I'm reading like nonfiction. I just read the Creativity Inc., which is by the founder of Pixar. And it's mm-hmm. talking about how Pixar manages their employees. Real page turner. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, I was like, ooh, I want to know what happens. Looking down, I'm looking down. No, don't look down. Don't wrong her. Don't do it. Yeah. I had to get to the part where he fires this person in financing or whatever. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I can know the context. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good book, by the way. Yeah, I want to read it. You've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. And we recently got Disney Plus. Um, we were late on the on the uptake there, but mm-hmm. we're we've been going through some Pixar movies and boy oh boy. Oh, they're good. Aren't they so delightful? Bugs Life is weird. Bugs Life it's a weird I, movie. I enjoy it, but it has a lot of adult energy that I did not remember. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about suicide like several times in The Bug's Life. Yeah. And as a joke, like the climax of the movie when Flick is really sad, he puts his head under the bug's foot and says, can you just squish me and kill me? Yeah. Because, and he's like, word for word, because I might as well be dead. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Pixar. Bet a lot of parents like teaching their kids about suicide after this was over. That's where you learn the word suicide, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a the grandma bug or whatever is like, you can't go out of the town. That's suicide. And I remember specifically being like, what's suicide? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep watching the bugs, all right? We'll <laughs> talk about it later. Yeah. Reading is fun as an adult. Reading is fun as an adult? It's something you kind of have to say to yourself so that you do it more. Reading is fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Reading is fun. I, have, I struggle so much to read as an adult. Like, pretty much ever since... I've never been a good reader. I've always been a slow reader, and it's always made me very self-conscious. Um, and I, you know, I don't have dyslexia or anything like that. But it always, it's always, I always read at the pace of speaking. Does that make sense yeah. to me? And I've never understood how people can read faster than like a conversational tone. And it, it used to make me really self-conscious in school and stuff when you would take turns reading aloud a segment or something and you would go around and you would you know each person would read a sentence or read a paragraph and stuff so that everybody's reading these you know this chapter about microbiology together and i would count in the room you do that you'd math it out i'd map it out sentence you have to to rehearse yes and i would read it over and over and over again until it got to my part so that when i was reading it out loud i knew what i was saying and i would like hold my breath and like hold in together and tense up and I would read it as fast as I could, but like still with some gusto, like as though it was natural. I'd be like, the mitochondria of the cell is the part of the cell that does the (laughs) thing that it always does because mitochondria (laughs) is the liver of the cell. And I'd be like, wait, that was a great sentence. (laughs) Yeah. The mitochondria is the thing that does what it always does. I don't know. Remember what mitochondria does? I want to do more of this. What's the the chloroplast? The chloroplast is the part of the cell in plant cells that creates the color green. The green color comes from the chloroplast, which can be found in plant cells. (laughs) Sounds like how you write papers when you're trying to extend your word count. (laughs) I just don't know what I'm talking about. 
Uh, yeah, the chloroplast is the cell in plants that is the cell called the chloroplast, and it makes the color green, which is the gre- green, which is the color the chloroplast are, which is the plant. <laughs> <laughs> It is the thing that it is, which is what it is, and that's what it is. And that's why <laughs> it is what it is. It's 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 what it is. Hey, I heard he said it is what it is. Have you guys seen The Irishman? It's a good movie. Anyway, moving on. God, it's so long. Um, hot take. It's so long. Um, but yeah, I, I used to do that and rehearse what I because I was really self conscious about my reading, and then you know, and that has carried into my adult life of you know, just reading for, you know, leisure and pleasure and stuff. Like, it's very hard for me to pick up a book yeah. and start it and finish it. Like, there's, I think the only book that I have read cover to cover um, as an adult was Tina Fey's Bossy Pants. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't put it down. I got it Christmas Day you know, whatever year it was, 2012 or something. Mm-hmm. Started reading it. I think I put it down to sleep. I read it for like eight hours wow. and then got up the next day and finished it. You binged it. I binged it. I loved it so much. And But since then, I have not been able to finish a book. And it really, like, it kind of breaks my heart because I wish that I was a better reader. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, you know, fundamental skills that everybody needs. And I, yeah, I I feel like if I was... It's hard. It's, I'm assuming hard to learn as an adult, too. It's hard. One of those things that, like, it's way harder to learn as an adult. Yeah. Well, like, it's one of those things. I feel like if you don't set set yourself up to be a good reader as a child, yeah, it's harder to pick up those habits. Mm-hmm. And, like, reading... I get why if you're reading, like, speaking speed, mm-hmm. it's hard to not stutter over your words because... Like the trick to not stuttering over your words is reading ahead enough that you know what you're about to say before you say it so you can process it in your brain mm-hmm. before it comes out of your mouth so you have that time. Like you're look, you're saying this word but looking at that word. Right. So you're leading yourself a little bit, which is how you can like plan in advance how you're going to inflect the word. So if you're speaking at the speed you're reading, you can't do that. You're coming into every word blind. It's a, literally a cold read. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Well, Godspeed. <laughs> I'll give you the book when uh, Terry's done. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, isn't Tommy taking it after Terry? Yeah, Tommy's going to take it, and then Tony, and then Timmy. And then and then Terry again, but a different Terry. Terry, different Terry. And then, <laughs> yeah, Tammy. Yeah, and then a Tammy. <laughs> uh, that's Ronder. Ronder. To read ahead on the Pigs of Book, Ronder. Something I physically cannot do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cool. I right. never have been able to do and have been embarrassed about my whole life. Thanks a lot. Yeah, glad we brought it up. Thanks. Well, my next word, I was a little bit worried when you said your word because it sounds kind of like my next word. Your next word is to cook well. Damn it. Something I can't do. <laughs> um, my next word is wanderlife. Wanderlife sounds really nice. Yeah. Maybe it's not, but it sounds... Like a life motto that you will always wander so you'll like find new things and be curious. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of that. Yeah. Um That's good. It has a little bit of a sadder definition. Okay. I would hate to be like, oh wonder like that sounds like it when you have a beautiful life where you always wander around and you're finding new things and you're living a life of discovery and positivity and like Wonder life is when you fart so hard that you cry. 
Never mind. If that was it, I would. Oh man, I would just quit right now. This would be the best episode. <laughs> we can't go further than this. Fart so hard that you cry. Fart so hard that you cry. Yeah. If there's anybody in the world that I would know who could possibly fart so hard that they would cry, yes, it's you. Go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I mean that with love. Yeah. All the love in my heart. Uh huh. What is Wonder Life? Wander Life is the official word for the desire to start a new life completely different from the one you currently live. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Is this a sad thing? It doesn't need to be sad. Okay, I good. Think it, for me... Because it can be, so it, let's not do that part. It can be. It's not, it's not like a... It's not like a sitting and going, damn, I wasted my life. Yeah, no. It's not that, like... It, yeah, it's not like the plot of Waitress where it's like, I just can't <laughs> wait to get out of this town and start a new life. It's it's Flower, not sugar. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that. I mean, I guess it could be. The way that I experience wander life a lot these days is more so just in learning about and learning about different cultures around the world and okay. learning about how people live. Uh, learning about their cost of living and their lives, you know, people's lifestyles around the world. And even in different parts of the United States, I like to picture myself living there and what my life would be like and what I would possibly do. And if I would change the direction of like my career path and like how my life would change to reflect the culture of the place I'm living in. Yes. I like to, I love, I love thinking about stuff like that. I've always been somebody who is interested in finding new homes. Something my family used to do growing up. And it was probably just because we were, there was a certain point where my parents were like, we should move to a bigger house. And then it just took us a long ass time to find that house that we wanted to move to. Mm -hmm. But something my family used to do a lot was go house hunting and, we would go and check out houses and we would drive around on weekends and go to different neighborhoods and go down to farms and go to, you know, more like not city areas, but stuff that's like a different town. And, you know, we'd go up into the mountains. We would check out different houses in different parts of North Georgia, essentially. That's cool. But, it, but you also mean like different countries too, right? Oh, yeah. 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 But like I, as a kid, I think what sparked my desire for like this sort of wander life or Got it. you know what has always been a part of me is like this uh, this idea that like you can create a life in a different place yeah your life doesn't have to look the way it always does you can always change something up and make something a little bit different mm-hmm. um and i always found that really fascinating in just look you know, in the act of like looking at houses and imagining how your life would change and how yeah. your you know. be the kitchen, yeah, it's a bigger kitchen, so I cook more. And ooh, I would put plants here, right? Yeah, and so and so that means that we would have a garden and we would learn to garden. And yeah. oh, look, and there's a pool, so I would have to learn how to clean a pool. Or like, oh, look, there's this really cool attic space that's kind of small and it could be sort of a like a where like, I hide the bodies. Oh my god, yeah. I can learn to be a serial killer. Yay! Fun wander life, positive. Yeah, but like, you know, it, it would just, you know, in a suburban setting, it's more of just like picturing where what your room is going to look like and how, you know, having a bigger window than you already have is going to be better, what kind of curtains you'll have. It's that kind of thing, but it's also like, where's your 
playroom going to be and what kind of mm-hmm. whatever will you yeah. have but so that's as a kid that's kind of how it spurred spurred on your yeah your your desire to like think about how it's like to live in different places and exactly and yeah. so throughout my life i've always thought about what it must be like to live in a different place yeah and you know as a kid i felt like i would want to live like in california I felt like that for a long time as a kid. And then I also felt like I was like, oh, man, maybe New York and mm-hmm. maybe London, maybe something else. Like, because I would see movies and I would see what it looks like. And I was like, oh, man, that looks like a really cool place. I want to try to live there. Yeah. Now, even more so as an adult and having the resources of the Internet and amazing sites where you can like check the rent on places <laughs> right it's really cool and like check what job markets are like and you can learn you can do more research and stuff really put yourself in the position of somebody who does live there oh i paid yeah. this much rent oh i have this job it takes me this long to drive to the job exactly Fun. there are there are these festivals in the summer which clog up this avenue which you will have to take to work so you'd have to walk through the park or Ugh. whatever yeah you know like it and there are travel blogs and there are so many like, you know, expats from the United States that live all over the world who have blogs who talk about their experience living abroad. And, yeah. I, and I've never uh, – part of this also is just that I've never traveled to Europe. And the only abroad travel I've ever done has been on cruise ships. Yeah. So – Which doesn't really feel real. No, it doesn't. It just sort of feels like another destination. Yeah. So I, I'm i always so curious what it must be like to live somewhere else and what your life would look like. Yeah. Especially, you know, in, in Europe and Asia, I've just been so fascinated by those cultures and those areas and stuff. I, I've even looked into like, yeah, like how much it costs to live there. And like, if I were to try and get a job, what would my, what would my life look like? Would I, would I go into a trade or would I stay like in a communications kind of field? Like what would I do? Yeah. And like, if you move to Scotland, are you going to work in entertainment? Right. Because there's not really, you're not in Hollywood anymore. You can't like go do the Hollywood stuff. Right. So you have to change. Yeah. You have to change your life. And so it's like, how do you change your life? What, what is a thing? What's a thing that you also love that you could do? Like if you go to Edinburgh, how do you, what is the Edinburgh version of your life? Yeah. How do you use it? How does it translate? What is the Edinburgh version of whatever you're doing right now? Exactly. And copy for Tokyo or for Rome or for any of the big places you could like. Yeah. Seoul. Seoul. Denver. Yeah. <laughs> What's the Denver version of your life? Can't just know Hollywood there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> More skiing, I guess. Yeah. And weed. Weed. Well, there's weed here. There's weed here. Damn, it's just the same. I mean, I think the Denver version would be a little bit more like we have more space. Yes. For sure. The cost of living, I think, would be less than. That'd be nice. That Live in a bigger nice. apartment. We could probably still work in our fields yeah. in some way. You know, I could definitely still work in media. Media is everywhere. Right. I could still work. I could do whatever I'm doing. I can. The thing I'm building in LA, there's less of. So if I build it in Denver, there's less of it and it's less competition. Yeah. Could probably afford a home. Ooh, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Could have like 12 cats. Yeah. <laughs> Each with funnier names than the last. Yeah. <sighs> Wander- so, Is it Wanderlife or Wonderlife? Wanderlife. With A. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think of it as a very 
cool way to see the world and just yeah. sort of, you know, sort of an empathetic view of, you know, what life would be like for you if you lived in another place. I love the way you put it of how does your life translate into another yeah into another place wild um i love thinking about that when i have the time i will like just pick a city Ooh, cool and just sit all the crap out of it i do a deep dive yeah Yeah. i see like what's the rent what are the job what's the job market there like if i was to do my same job how much would i get paid um you know so like what's essentially figuring out what's the cost of living and like what's the flow of transportation and stuff is it lots of public transportation is it something where you have to have a car is, is it, it what's the food like am i gonna the, have to like change my diet am i gonna have to like be sick for the first few months because the food's too different mm-hmm. different bacterias yeah there's different bacterias and different cultures that i'm not used to you know my body isn't used to so i'd have to like adapt am i gonna have to drive on the left side of the street yeah am I gonna get in car wrecks because i don't know how to drive right right i think that's something that can be quenched by travel but I also think, you know, life is short and if you have the opportunity and the desire to like not just travel the world but to really live in it, mm-hmm. why not? Hell yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? Wander life. Wander life. Why not have a wander life? Why not have a wander life? That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for ending on that positive note. Of course. I'm... A little sad it's not fart until you cry, but yeah. or fart so hard you cry. But that was great. Thanks. We talked a lot about, yeah. And oh. on that note, that's it. That's it. That's this episode. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for listening to that. Thank you so much. Um, thank you to Gimme for being in the audience today. Yeah, our live studio She's audience. A little noisy, but we'll we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys She's, um seen her breakfast. <laughs> her lunch, actually. Her lunch, whatever. Her, uh, we fed, we fed her too late today. If you want to find out more about us, full dictionary of all of our words, that's our website, wcword.club. You can all also right. follow us on social media at wcwordclub. WC and special thanks to the band who does our title track named Wolfpack for the use of their song, Animal, Animal Spirits. Spirits. And remember, folks, keep that, keep that condom, condom on. on. Keep that condom <laughs> keep on. Keep that condom on. Keep it on the whole time. Yeah. Pee, you gotta keep it on. Keep it on. Keep it on.